quarantine. And I've decided I'm not going to call this Don't Tell Me to Shut Up. This is now going to be called uh, Black Girls Be Talking. And the addendum to that is, so don't tell me to shut up. So uh, my first guest on the newly formed, I guess you could say show, because I've changed the title, is an old friend of mine. She's not old at all. She's sexy. She's young. She's talented. She's all that. She's an author. She's a director. She's a producer. She's a writer. She's a singer. She's a poet. She's so many things that actually I'm a little jealous, but I ain't mad at her. Please welcome to the show, Tiff Tony. Thank you. Hi, everybody. She is also uh, a personal trainer. She's been trying to help me with this right here. You make it fun. And she makes it lots of fun. I do the best that I can until she's not around. And that's when it really gets fun. Like this. With the wine. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm going to toss this to you. Okay. First of all, shout out to the McBride sisters. No, they do not sponsor this, but they should because I have a subscription to this wine, meaning I get it all the time. So I am never without it. So I'm going to tighten this up and slide it over to you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, are these wines like it's cheers? <laughs> are these subscriptions to wine like pre quarantine or has this always been a thing? Uh, anyway, back to the show. <laughs> like... Cheers to the freaking weekend. <laughs> Oh, that's Should nice. I slide it back or I can leave it over? You better slide it back because okay, I'm going to okay, need the bottle. Okay, or you okay. might need the bottle, but slide <laughs> I'm it I'm nervous. Because we share on the show. <laughs> Ooh, it's so, um, first of all, for me, I don't necessarily care about all of the things that people can learn about you on social media. Right. I know you got a lot going on. I do want to talk about the book, though. Absolutely. So, for you know what? Before we get into some fun... Let's get the business out of the way. Tell us about your book. I actually bought it. Yay. It is amazing for anyone who is struggling, trying to figure out who they are, what their purpose is in life, and more importantly, trying to um, stay encouraged and keep pressing. So tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind the book. Yeah. Um, and basically who it's for mm -hmm. and then how they can get it. Definitely. So I think with many great works of art, uh, it stems from some sort of trauma or some sort of pain, mm. you know? And so for me, this was, I found myself just kind of in a place in life where I was like, I feel like I'm on a treadmill. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm not moving forward. And I went through a bad breakup and I just, I felt like I was at rock bottom. And one morning... At 3.33 in the morning, because you know I'm weird about numbers. <laughs> Were you alone? I was alone crying. Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah. And I heard this voice, like this inner voice, deliver me this message in the form of a quote. And so I wrote it down and I was just like, I don't know what this means, but I'm going to write it down. And then for like three months, I kept receiving these like messages that I, I was writing them, but they weren't coming from me. It was mm. like God was delivering like me affirmations. these. Yeah. And so I realized as I was reading them that they were helping me heal. Mm. And so I thought if they can help me heal, then they can help other people. And so I put them in book form and I started Dope. posting them on social media. And then this female owned publishing company reached out to me and was like, hey, have you thought about that? You know, are you self-publishing? What are you doing? Um, I sent them the draft of the book and they were like, we want to work with you. So, yeah. So, so where I, can people get the book? So it's on Amazon. It's nice. called The Beauty of Your Strength. And it has these short little affirmations in them. It's a 30 day guide to self-love, healing, um, yeah, go and to listen, Amazon. Some people need longer than 30 days. Read the book twice. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you can recycle necessary. them. You right, can recycle right. them. So I love so. that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Anything else you want to tell us about before we get into like the good well, stuff? Well, I mean, that the, stuff is good too. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> so with the book, it has these little, um, like each chapter has three questions at the end of it that you basically answer to yourself. It's like homework. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But the good homework. Definitely. Right. Questions of growth. Inner growth. And listen, when you read the book and you go do your homework, be honest. 
you know you haven't grown. <laughs> if you petty, if you if you petty Pam, right? We yeah. know you haven't had any growth. <laughs> So now let's get down to the the nitty gritty of things, just because, you know, we be talking and we be talking about a lot of different things. We talk about relationships. We talk about self. We talk about work. We talk about a lot of things. What does Tip Tony talk about? I talk about everything. Um, I love love talking about dating and relationships just because in Hollywood, it's such a crazy experience. No, ma'am, because what you're not going to do is embarrass me on my own show because I have been in L.A. for... Lena, how long have I been here? Five years? Four years. Four years. Well, I've not been on a single date. Lies I tell. But I went on two is, dates and they were a disaster. But you are so cute. Why are you not going it. out? Nothing well, to I don't do understand. It. I don't either. I drink. I'm going to download fun. Tinder for you and no, I'm going to swipe she, for you. She actually went and got cute one day and just, well, I, I, I still live in New York. Well, listen, here's <laughs> what it is. Because I was so sick and tired of people saying, well, you don't get, your, you don't get out. Mm-hmm. You don't put yourself out. So I got up. Okay. I got all dolled up. Now, I try to get cute every day. But on this day, I took an extra 10 minutes. I put my foot in it, drove down, lies, took an Uber, down to, to Barney's, okay. you know, or just say to a nice restaurant where we, I figured single money people would be. Okay, okay. Not one person approached me. And I know it couldn't have been the vibes I was giving off. Maybe she was you ready. need to try a different place. Like what? Whole Foods? No. Yes. No. I've actually met people at Whole Foods. Let me tell you, you know who I met at Whole Foods? A dude who was much bigger than me. Did you, I think you told me this. Story. I did. The vegetarian don't mean and, skinny, Jasmine. Yeah, you're right, because he was eating couches. But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> and he was all, you know, dry and scruffy. And he was like, "What kind of shampoo do you use in your hair?" Oh no! No. And you went out with him? Hell no! Oh, I was like, <laughs> no, I did not. Well, we got to get you out. Yeah, we do. You need like a rooftop. What's bar. a deal breaker on a date for you? Oh my goodness, a deal breaker is. When, I mean, there's several, but I'll just talk about this one. I think it's when a person talks about their ex the whole time. The that whole day. Yeah. And they have yeah. you there as a placeholder. Absolutely. Or if they talk about like how much money they make the yeah. whole day, that's really. Unless it's like, good money. Well, I mean, <laughs> and even then, I'm like, in LA, I everything ain't real. But if it's a lot that's of money, true. you could talk about that. You could talk about it and spend it at the same time. But can you talk about it in a way that's like... Yeah, you can just you know? add the pronoun me in there. <laughs> that's my money. Just add that and we good. We could have a conversation for hours. But I don't want to talk about how you have a lot of money, you, 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 and it doesn't include me. Right. Then it's boring. Fair enough. But if you're talking about the kind of money that you have and how we are about to head to the south of France, <laughs> we, 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 then I'm in it. Yeah, but we, we, we only really matters when the ticket's purchased. So I don't want to hear about it unless it's going to happen. If they really got real money, the ticket would be purchased. I'm just saying. And right? hence. What's off limits to you when you're dating? Off limits as far as. As anything. Um, well, I would say at this new evolved stage in my life, I'm not going home with somebody after the first day. So you wouldn't have sex I'm on not the first date? No, Do you think somebody's a hoe if they have sex on the first day? Absolutely date? not. Absolutely not. I Do think you think it, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are <laughs> out of line for pushing, um, I guess, a, a sense of liberation when it comes to women and sex? I don't, actually, because when we're talking about women, women have the emotional development to understand what they're doing. Now, when we're talking about girls mm-hmm. and adolescents, you know, it's... It, the line gets blurred really quickly. So do I think that they're responsible for the choices that women make? No. I mm. think they're just artists that are owning their own journey and their own experience. And it's up to us as consumers to discern, you know, how we want to take that. If we're listening to rap music and somebody's talking about murder and everybody and then we go do it, is it the rapper's fault? Yeah. 
It's me. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I don't think it is. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think that it is. I do think sometimes, though, we can be a little bit confusing mm-hmm. to the opposite sex. Because sometimes yeah. I'm even confused, right? Because right. I consider myself to be highly independent, uh, very progressive, but right. also traditional. Definitely. So I confuse myself when I want him to open the door for me, then spit on me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want him to spit on me. It's not a Trey Songs kind of situation. <laughs> but I'm saying, maybe choke, be, not spit on. Right, okay. but it can be a little confusing to a dude, yeah, right? I think don't so. touch me, don't hurt me, but choke me. Right? What do you want? I mean, I think it's just all about energy. You have to be good at reading energy because things change. Like today, I might want. You'd open the door tomorrow, I might not. So you have to be able to read the energy. That's a lot to think of for a man. Hey, listen... And they're not that great at multitasking. They're not, which is why we have to communicate. No no shade, but, you know. Men are weird. Yeah, they are weird. What's the weirdest date you've ever gone on? Oh, my God. (laughs) And tell us the good stuff. Tiffany has stories. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't going to say no names. But um, I went on a date with this guy. He told me, I want to take you to get a massage in Koreatown. And that already was kind of like a little much for a first date for me. Yeah, because you're going to be naked. Yeah, and I was just like, okay. So we go in. The place is really dark. And I'm like, it looks dirty in here, but I don't know if it's the lighting or what it is. Was the floor sticky? I did not take my shoes off. <laughs> did you hear that noise every, every step you take? I was not taking my shoes off. But okay, the guy that was massaging me just kept getting closer and closer to my Gucci. And I was like, and I had to literally tell him like, okay, that's enough. And then the guy I'm with is just in the corner like, oh, like thoroughly enjoying his massage. Now, would it was he a handsome guy? He was average. Not the date, but the masseuse. No. Because <laughs> oh, I was not. curious, does it make a difference? I think it I does. think it would make I a difference. I think it makes a difference. And you know, he could have got into your Gucci if he was cute. Yeah, he could have. I mean, it's he could have gotten deep, but not he could have gotten into it. Deep. Maybe right. around the edge. He could have got around, him, close the, enough, around close the peripheral, enough. but not really in it. <laughs> I, you know, that's so funny. I've always wondered, guys always brag about the happy ending that they can get, but I've never really heard of anybody, a female, getting a happy ending. Listen, I, I feel like I was solicited that day. I'm not going to lie. During but... quarantine and lockdown, I could have used a happy ending or two or three. <laughs> I actually had a masseuse come to my house and then what and happened? he was tall and strapping and then he opened his mouth and he sounded like he was like four two. Oh no. And then he was just upselling everything. I was like, damn. Wait, so you, you know, were, I got it. Huh? Why four two? Why four two? Yeah. I don't know what that means. So why you were ready for why a happy two? ending mm-hmm. and then he spoke and it was. No I was more. done. Yeah, there was no going to be no two. happy ending. He went from six something to four two. Yeah, he yeah. His energy, everything about it. I know a guy. Yeah. No, I'm you just do. You do tell. <laughs> we'll have a conversation, a deeper conversation after the show, because I don't want everybody to know my business. What has the quarantine taught you? Oh my gosh. It has taught me that with the right amount of focus that there's nothing I can't do. Mm. And just the power of my own strength. So you just sat at home during the whole quarantine reading your own book? No Bullshit! <laughs> Lies you tell. No, no, I no but I learned that, like, I'm finding the balance between being independent and being lone, like, lonely. Like, I didn't think I was lonely until I was in quarantine, and I was like, I've always enjoyed being alone, and I was always okay with it. But then when I was in quarantine and that was all there was, I felt like... Oh my God, like I feel alone. And but then, I think there's a difference between, I mean, obviously between being alone and being lonely. Mm-hmm. I think you can be alone, but know that there is a connection on the other side of Definitely. the door. But I think with quarantine, a lot of people were disconnected from 
everybody else because you really couldn't go anywhere you could talk to people but that is totally different and we as human beings need physical touch absolutely and so i think that um probably drove a lot of people deeper into depression i agree you know i agree so what's the first thing that you're going to do when we're completely out of lockdown i'm going to travel I was gonna say, don't yeah. say something stupid like travel. We know that. What well, I the mean, first the do? first thing I'm gonna do is yeah. go visit my family and just hug them. Yeah. You know, I it was agree. crazy. I was talking to this kid. He's 17, a friend's son, and I was like, well, "What do you miss the most about you know the real, the normal world?" And he was like, "Hugs." And it just broke my heart. I was like, Aww. and so I gave him a hug. Yeah, hugs are important. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a hug. Yeah. Was there a happy ending at the end of the hug? <laughs> he was 17. <laughs> oh, I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> What's too young for you to date? Um, Obviously, seventeen. Is, it should be. is that even legal? No, thirty-five. Thirty-five, and I'm not even thirty-five. What's the oldest? I don't really have a cap on that. Really? No, I'm open-minded. Bring me a zaddy. No, I'm joking. I'm scared oh. of dry balls. Oh, I, just, I am. I'm scared of saggy, dry dingleberries. <laughs> they have if medicine connect, for that. Uh, what did you say? They have medicine for that. I don't know. No, they don't. If we connect and he's cute, he could be 87, 86. You are not connecting with an 87-year-old man. You never know. No, no, no. I have an old soul. I don't believe that. (laughs) I I think that women who say that, that's a cop-out. What's his bank account? Well, well, now that makes you a cop in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> does he have but cancer? I, how long does he have But I think live? it's so funny how women say, oh, but no, we yeah. really had a lot in common. Yeah. He was born in 1706. <laughs> you were born in 1987. What do you have in common? I mean, I'm involved with someone that's like 20-something years older than me. Yeah, but that's different, though. Isn't I think 20-something years older than you is still what? 40s, yeah, 50s, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about 70s or 80s. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on what's going on in life and how it feels. Well, I can tell you ain't going to be much going on in his life in about 10 years. Unless it's George Clooney. Well, he, right. well, I think that's still, he ain't 70. Is he? No. George Clooney's how old? Let's look it up. Let's Google. Yeah. Google. Let's look it up. How old is George Clooney? George Clooney got long money too. Because Casamigos is his. He's 59. He's still in the, he can get it, he's good, his age, he's got a strong back, his knees haven't given out, and they're the original knees. They still got some (laughs) What kind of moves are you thinking about him doing? No, you never know with the clone. (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I got questions. I got questions. Do you have a preference in terms of like, you know, ethnicities with men that you've dated or no? You're open to that? I'm open to that. Yeah, that's good. Fairly open to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, but I do have... Um, things that I'm not really attracted to. Like? I don't like everything. short men. I don't. You're, you're selling yourself short. No, no. He sold himself short. <laughs> That's between him and God. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I just, I, but you know what it is, I think, because I'm a very strong personality. Mm. And I'm petty. I'm petty as hell. And so I know the first argument we get, I'm going to tower over him and mush him in the head. The top so of how the short head. are we talking? Like, what is short for you? Because you're like, what, 5'5"? Five, five, I don't want to see you directly in the eyeballs. Oh, I like that. I need to be able to look that. up. You know what I mean? I need to look yeah. up just yeah. a little. I don't, And then I'll feel, you know, weirded out about putting on heels. And, yeah. You know, I, I really believe that short guy shorter than me, and I'm 5'5". Five five. Yeah. So if you're shorter than I think you have a little bit of a complex, and you're always trying to put me in my place. That's snatch never you up. <laughs> yeah, you can't snatch me up. You can snatch me across, but if snatch you're my height or shorter, you can't snatch me up. <laughs> right? 
you like you'll sit down there. You know, yeah, I just I but tell you, I can't. It's a, it's, it's probably like a power thing. Yeah, and I'm sure I mean, there are a lot of strong guys who were five five. Have you dated? Have, do you have personal experience with short guys, or is just just the preconceived? I'm not even attracted to them. So that's a no. That's a super. No. <laughs> I've dated a short guy. He was an asshole. You know, the shortest guy I've dated, you know. Yeah, I just, oh, they're always, they feel like they always have yeah, something to prove. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Let's stick to six and up. I would yeah. say like 5'11", five, 5'10", five, is the shortest I can go. Yeah. Well, see, th- but that's taller than me. So yeah, I'm okay with yeah, that. I have yeah. to look up a little bit. Right. But I then just you don't want to look heels. straight across or down. So I, with the heels on, you're going to be looking straight straight across. Are you okay with that? Well, if I have on heels that take me from 5'5 five, five <laughs> to 5'11", I'm going to be on my back. <laughs> That's a lot of height. They bring you up to what, 5'8"? No, probably about 5'8", yeah. but that's still, you know, just three. Could you imagine? I would be owning all of them shoes. I can't. <laughs> so is there anything that's going on in the world of entertainment that disgusts you? Oh, my goodness. You know, I have to say that... Um, and this has been going on for a while, but I think just the patriarchy of um, the whole situation with Meghan Markle, you know, I'm just like, it's it devastates me. And I mean, it's not surprising because we know that we expect these kind of things to happen as as women of color. We we we're not surprised by any right. of this, but it's just I get upset, I think, when people try to discredit someone's pain. And to just say, oh, this person, there's no way that person's going through this. No, racism doesn't exist anymore. And it's just like, just because you're not personally experiencing something doesn't mean that it's not real, you know? True. So, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I do hate the situation that mm-hmm. she's in. I am not at all surprised because is the royal family. They are colonizers. Yeah. Their, their, their family and their royalty, all of that was built on racism Absolutely. and oppression. And so there is no shocker to me, the queen, although I have an affinity for the royal family and the crown and just the whole monarchy, right? Mm-hmm. I, I There is something about it that you think only exists in books and movies and to see that this is actually real. Yeah. So I have an affinity for that, but I'm thinking she's 190. Yeah. So clearly she's, she's got some photos in her album right. that they're strange fruit, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So there's no shocker there. I had no, uh, I guess, I was no just waiting for it to happen. To believe, yeah, I had no. <laughs> now I'll tell you this: I I was shocked that Harry left, but I was not surprised because he's always been the black sheep of the family. Yeah, no pun intended. Always, <sighs> he was always somewhere drunk. Yeah. Naked dancing with sisters, like, like you could tell he was like, woman. yeah, you could tell he was like, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna wear the crown, so I'm just gonna have fun. Yeah. And I think he fell in love with Megan, and I th- I love the fact that he said, you know what, your crown, right? I'm out, and yeah. and came to the states where we hated him. Right. <laughs> well, first he went to Canada. There was no love there for him. Then they and Tyler Perry. Can you believe? You know, so for Put people his cape who criticize, yeah. No, he didn't put a cape on. He just sent somebody in a cape. Oh. He never left home. <laughs> he stayed in Atlanta. Hot well, you know what? What disgusts me right now, and this is more of a physical kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I saw the Trey Songs video. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? With- I have questions. On. What's going on, Trigger? No, no, no. Here's the thing. This is where the story gets murky. He didn't get, they didn't, the, the chicks in there, they didn't get spit on. No, he spit in their mouth. mouth. I saw yeah, that. that. Kinda... And I'm just like, who's recording this? Like, where are they? What's going on? Who Meanwhile, I have other questions. 
where did you get that much spit? <laughs> right. Like it was a lot. Like were you sick? Like it was, it was a lot, and it was it. like stretchy and hanging and great photography though. He'd been collecting it all day because they 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 caught that though. Yeah, that's disgusting. And they were looking forward to it like, oh, oh yeah. I just, I mean, I don't know if it is because people, men too, will do just about anything for likes right. or anything for a celebrity. He's a little out of control. He's been, I'm, I'm, he's been out there too much lately with this sex thing. I need him to, to maybe. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, slow down. It's one thing he couldn't help but be out there too much as it relates to sex. He can't help the size of no, his I'm male just, member. No, no, I'm all right with that. Whether he leaked that or not, this tape wasn't leaked. It was actually done in public. That was behind closed doors. So I think there's a difference there. Okay. I mean, if you stroking like that, work with what God I mean, gave I, you. I always found him hot as hell. Yeah, he's his a cutie pie. Terrible, but. No, but he's a nice guy. I've never met him. I have you ever met him? Yeah, I have. And he was mean to you? He was, not, he was totally nice to me. other people. He was very arrogant. Oh, See, I didn't no. have that like, same not, experience. Not, I like arrogance, but there's there's a line between arrogance and, and confidence. And Kanye West, yeah. Uh-oh. But see, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. My experience, <laughs> I've met him multiple times. Mm-hmm. And he's always been amazingly nice. His people were always nice. I didn't have that same experience. So I don't know if you caught him on a bad night. Or he I was having a bad day. Yeah, yeah maybe he was having Miami. a bad day. We remember we saw him in Miami. <laughs> we were on stage. It was delightful. But... I'm so upset that I wasn't I there. Remember, that. remember Miami Gardens? <laughs> no. Okay, I got the I have the video. I'm gonna need yeah. you to send me the video. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's a nice guy, but he's anyway, a hottie. But no matter what's... how hot he is, I don't want his hot spit in my mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on. With Not him. that much spit. Yeah, that's disgusting. Another thing I'm disgusted by is the way Pierce Morgan is is reacting to this whole Meghan Markle thing and just his obsession with her. But you know, fuck Pierce Morgan. Yeah, and Sharon. Osborne. I'm, I'm constantly attacking him on Twitter. But you know what? Here's my thing. Pierce Morgan <laughs> has hated on Meghan Markle for years. For years, he's yeah. always hated her. Now, here's the difference. Now we know why. Right. We didn't know why at first. For sure. He was upset because she was like, listen, thanks for these little dirty martinis. But uh, I'm on my way to meet the prince. But, you know, how many of us can relate to an experience like that where we hang out with somebody one time or we're just cordially, you know, engaging with them and they take it as a personal attack and bully us well i think that happens a lot i think the sad part of that is in this country and i'm sure others but certainly here Mm -hmm. you know i've seen stories where women have been shot at beat up all because a guy spitted her yeah not like trey songs but (laughs) you know was trying to get game to her and she wasn't interested and they got upset they were offended it happened so i i'm gonna tell you guys this quick story i was working at this place that i'm not gonna name and name it (laughs) <laughs> it was a gym that's all I'm gonna say but I was working with this guy and you know he was new from the east coast I was helping him kind of get acclimated to LA giving him rides and stuff until he got a car no intimacy whatsoever just cool you know and then all of a sudden when he found out oh she has a boyfriend he started just stealing my clients he started intentionally planning his classes and trainings at the same time mine were just very passive aggressive so i'm like okay so i didn't say anything about it then i open a notebook to take a message from the voicemail and i find three pages of hate lyrics (laughs) hate rap lyrics that he wrote about me i'm i'm not lying to you Grown man, and you hadn't have sex, didn't have sex I've with me. I not slept with a guy, never kissed a guy, never nothing. Could you imagine if, if you I had? had, had and sex? he was five five. See, I told you. <laughs> See you, and you're taller than me. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you got to look down, run. But that's was, not for everybody. That's not for everybody. 
But I'm just saying. It was I just quite traumatic. Uh, and then the men that own this place didn't even have my back on it. They accused me of writing the lyrics myself. I was like, I'm not a rapper. But yeah, so it was just like I ended up having to leave the job and it was just none of the men that worked there had my back at all, you know, and it was just like they supported him and that was that. It's so, always that way. But look yeah. at you now. Right? Mm. And the business She's closed winning. down a month ooh, later. Ooh. So it's See? karma. That's how it goes. Karma. <laughs> karma is a friend of mine. That's, she's a bad bitch. She so let me ask you this. Um, yes. I was having a conversation with Lena not too long ago. Okay. And I was telling her if I had one regret, mm. it would be that um, I wish I had have looked into um, having kids. Yeah. More kids. Because I have a son. Mm-hmm. But because I was so focused on work and winning, it just never dawned on me that as a woman, you have a certain amount of time to try to get some babies out. Mm -hmm. And after that, you know, either, you know, you have to use a surrogate or you try and you go get the shots and the extra stuff. Do you want to have children and what do you think that's going to do to what you're trying to do now? Because you know you're in this business. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time, a lot of focus. Definitely. You can't focus when baby Johnny's in the background. Right. I always told myself I wanted to have children if I were um, far enough along in my career and stable enough to be able to have the support to still do what I love and be a good parent at the same time. And I don't know if that's too much to ask from it God, is. but it's just like, <laughs> I God just, is looking at you right, right now. Like, like, you know, pick that's a side, girl, pick a side. but no, I've just seen so many of my friends that had kids so young and they are like miserable and struggling and they've let themselves go and they nails ain't done. And it's just too much. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I love children. I'm great with them. And I could see myself as a mother truly, but I just have a lot of, you know, things on the list that I'm still trying to check off. Do you think 10 years from now you'll feel the same? I think five years from now I will possibly be ready to be a mom. Let me find out. You're trying to put a bun in the oven. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you this. If you were a cocktail, Mm. what would you be? I would be a Mexican mule. Oh, that's a lot of questions. You know, (laughs) I mean, I don't know if you heard the stories spice, out of a certain ginger. part of the country with mules, but <laughs> I'd be curious to know why, why, why that a um, Mexican mule? Have you that. ever had one? I don't know. You've had a tennis. Moscow it's mule, a, right? It's tequila. It's te- the tequila. Yeah, if it's made with tequila, I've had it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's you know you got the ginger, you got the sweet, you got the spice, and you come in a nice little tin copper mm. cup. And I think that you know. Me as a person, I seem very delicate sometimes, but I have a lot of spice. You got a little so, bite to you. Yeah, yeah. Wake up and like, what ran over me? Exactly. Tiff Tony. <laughs> you know, I get in the room and then I blow shit up, make shit happen. So now is so, that also your drink of choice? Yes. Does it matter what day it is? Do you have a drink you know, that you I, like on a particular day? I don't really drink often because of the whole fitness thing. Mm-hmm. And my body just doesn't... <laughs> This is actually the first drink I've had in like two, three of, weeks. It'll be a different type of podcast. <laughs> what were you saying right, about right, you don't right. really drink? And I like to be in control of like my thoughts and what I'm doing. And I'm a person of extremes. Like whatever I do, I go hard at it. Mm. So if I'm a drink, I'm going to go hard. So I have to set boundaries for myself. No, that makes sense. You know, I, I know myself. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to mm. have to wake up and apologize. <laughs> Well, if you're anything like me, you don't apologize. You just wake up and do it again. No, but I like champagne and anything with tequila in it. Mm. 
I do. And Riesling actually is one of my favorites. So thank now, you. You know, Riesling is not a favorite of mine. Really? But if it is available and if it is on my bar, I will drink it. What is I it? am not really into super sweet drinks. And Riesling uh, is a little on the sweet side for me. Mm-hmm. I am more of, um, I like a Savion Blanc. Okay. Um, Chardonnay? And as far, Chardonnay is cool. <clears throat> I, I'm really a liquor girl. Oh. And I'm a straight note chaser kind of girl. Because I, and the reason I tell people that I am more, I could be a tequila, but I'm, if I were tequila, I'd be more like a mezcal. Okay. Because I am smoky, uh, but I still pack a powerful punch. And, and, um, I guess when it comes to like just any other liquor, I'd be kind of like a gin. Okay. Because you don't really like me in the beginning because there are, there are some strong notes to me. But then you said, but then later on you find yourself craving a little bit of jasmine, <laughs> you know, as your palate, right? Yeah. That's how I think I am. I see. You know, you have to, I'm an acquired taste okay. as you get a little older, which is odd because I like younger guys. Oh. So if tequila is not available, then what would you go with? As far gin. As okay. Gin yeah. to make you sing, girl. <laughs> and? Gin and juice. That's what forgiveness is for. You put it under the, under the oil. Put it under, the, under the, the, the tree of the lamb. I don't know. But I'll tell you this, though. I, I did go um, a good while without drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably about uh, two or three months. And how did Maybe you feel? The same. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't re- well, that's not true. In, in, in full disclosure, there were some days that I felt clearer. Right. Um, I, but I really felt like I was drinking way too much and didn't realize it. Mm. And it was because, you know, we drink a little bit at work. I drink a little at home to unwind and then maybe have another drink or two, not two, but another drink before I went to bed <laughs> and wasn't really thinking, adding all of those right. up. And so I began to notice little things like my fingers would be swollen mm. or little things like that. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to stop yeah just to make sure i can see i've never had that experience since college where i had to like stop but with cannabis and weed like you smoke mm, weed well yeah you know yeah but do you know i've she been smoking she got all the time i had to say there's like three years that i don't remember like years 2013 Uh, through 2016 is a blur do you know i've never smoked myself are you serious i've never smoked with my entire life well, but I want I, to, but I'm a little nervous because I've not heard a single story that sounds fun. I, somebody said, you know, I, when you get high, you forget to breathe. That's, that's not fun. Not, I mean, you have, you have to I smoke mean, a lot. I like a lot. For that to happen yeah, to you. Like you yeah. have to know your limits. Like I'm good. Like I'm good with three puffs. I'm sure. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Now see, she says that, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember when she first moved here, we went over to, I took her with me over to a friend's house yeah. and they were smoking. They asked her if she wanted some. She took like two puffs. <laughs> she's like, I'm good. Meanwhile, she wasn't. Good. She wasn't. <laughs> And I was like, yo, but you were laughing, but nobody was saying anything funny. (laughs) That's my point. I was like, what is going on? There are different strains and different types of weed. And you kind of just have to sort of feel your way around it. But what I will say is that for those three years, I was the way that you felt about alcohol, where you had to kind of like take a step back. I had to do that with weed for about a year and just say, I'm not going to smoke at all until I can find a balance. Yeah. And now it's like, I might smoke like twice a month and it's more of a creative thing, Hmm. you know? I'd have, I don't know. I will. I really want to find someone who is a weed connoisseur, mm. who knows everything about it, 
And no, she's not a connoisseur. She's oh. just a partaker. There's there's a total yeah. difference. I won't take that title. <laughs> yeah, I want somebody yeah. who knows who can say, okay, you know yeah. what? This is probably why don't good we for you. take a trip Yo, be, to the dispensary yeah. and just ask questions. I want to go to where they grow it um, and ask them we questions. We could do that too, Mike Tyson. Because I feel like they'll know better. Uh, uh-uh, you he, got friends? Yeah, you, you know, Mike. One of Mike Tyson. Why not? Yeah, Snoop's maybe if Snoop knows somebody, oh, I would okay, do that. Okay. Yeah, Mike Tyson. He he. Does he make you nervous? Doesn't he make you nervous? No, I don't know why. I just feel my uncle is James Tony. I'm like, I'll oh, just call that's him up. why you ain't got nothing to worry about. That's all. Damn. Well, I think that's pretty dope. I, I'm, I'm I'm happy that you stopped by to talk to me. Me too. It's good to have learned some things about you that I didn't know. Yeah. That you smoke weed. That was really all I learned. And oh, you you're going to be in my movie. Oh, that's right. Tell us about the movie. Okay, so <laughs> Bora is a psychological thriller. Uh, very cultural experience. It infuses the black and Latin cultures. And long story short, a girl takes a road trip to find herself. And she's faced with things like colorism and just Oof. identifying as a black woman and owning her strength in that. So, yeah. Sounds like the movie should be called Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> You no, could but be I'm in the sequel. About it. I am. I'm I'm so grateful that you are I can call you friend. Yeah. And um I'm grateful that I'm gonna have a tiny part in the movie. And when you get big, don't forget about the bigger people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a joke. How could I forget Thank you? Thank you so much. Now, do us a favor. Tell everybody where they can find you, how they can follow you. And of course, again, remind us how we can get the book. Absolutely. So I am on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at underscore Tiffany Tony underscore Tiffany like the diamond, Tony like the boxer, T-O-N-E-Y. Okay. There you go. And <laughs> the book is on Amazon. It's called The Beauty of Your Strength. Short little read but good for the soul. Oh, I love it. See, I told you black girls be talking and that's what we were doing today. Now, the next time you see us, I might be high. In the meantime, I'm just going to keep on drinking. Thank you, ladies. We'll see you guys next time.